Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Britney Spears. After a handful of documentaries and a lot of speculation and downright encoded conspiracy theories about strawberries and other symbols on Instagram and social media, Britney Spears finally spoke out for herself. She explained everything in her own words about her conservatorship and what she's been experiencing for the last 13 years. And she seemed credible and right. There didn't seem to be any obvious reason why Britney Spears would still be living her life as if on house arrest, like a child. Why would she be locked into this conservatorship still? And after being told no to apparently most of her requests over the last 13 years, ranging in everything from professional to very, very private matters, Britney finally got a yes when she requested to select her own legal representation. Last week in Los Angeles, Brittany remotely attended the hearing where Matthew Rosengart, Brittany's new attorney, showed his client and everyone looking on that he was definitely going to fight for his client. Rosengart is an attorney to the stars, having represented Julia Louis-Dreyfus, Steven Spielberg, and Sean Penn, who said Rosengart is a tough-as-nail street fighter with a big brain and bigger principles. There's no litigator I'd rather have in my corner. So speaking on behalf of Brittany, Rosengart stated, As a human being with dignity and autonomy, she has the right. Her powerful testimony shows she is capable of hiring her own counsel. James Spears' attorney, Brittany's dad, uh, James Spears, his attorney, Vivian Lee Thorine, said, her client doesn't oppose Rosengart's appointment because he wants his daughter to have a choice of an attorney who will advocate for her. So why does he want her to have an attorney that would advocate for her? Doesn't she want him out? Is he just saying that to sound nice? Yeah, it's possible. I mean, look, um, you know, anytime that there are legal battles like this, each side wants to present themselves as the rational one. Um, they want to, you know, gain favor with the court. And in this case, this is such a public matter. They want to gain favor in the public sphere as well. So, I mean, look, James Spears, if he said anything otherwise through his counsel, that would look terrible to a court. So, of course, he's going to say that. I mean, that's just no, no attorney is going to counsel their client and say, yeah, go ahead and say, oh, why would she get a new client, a new counsel? By the way, I also um, actually object, Your Honor, to the statement that, you know, finally get somebody who's going to advocate for her. If the previous attorney was not advocating for her, he wasn't doing his job. Well, yeah, we'll talk about him in a second. Brittany reinforced her anger and frustration with the conservatorship and asked that she not have to undergo any sort of mental health evaluation in order to have it dissolved. So what would that take? Uh, what can this Matthew Rosengart attorney to the stars do? Well, he'll make an argument that the court can judge based on, uh, you know, on the evidence of just the, the um, petitioner in front of the judge. 
you know, that's, I think that's actually a pretty high hurdle. Um, courts rely on experts. The judge is not a psychologist, a psychotherapist, a PsyD, a psychiatrist. Um, the courts rely on experts to provide that testimony that will give them insight into the mental state of a conservatee that is petitioning to be released from the conservatorship. I, I will be surprised if the judge lets that just totally go without another uh, exam. Well, do we know when that last exam was? No. I think I heard somewhere well, I maybe don't. it was like two years ago or something. Eh, a lot can change in two years. I, I mean, if I'm the judge, I want to hear from an expert. So you think it would look really bad for the judge, really unprofessional, really kind of something that you, a judge would not do to circumvent that process? Well, look, judges are also human beings, um, so they are not. Uh, if you remember Judge Ito, for example, from the OJ trial, judges will feel the pressure of the public all staring at them. And I, I don't know this judge specifically, so I can't speak to this judge, but they are human beings. I mean, some of the, you know, they all have different personalities. They all have their own quirks and the way they run their courtroom. I would just suggest that generally speaking, a judge is going to want to rely on an expert, not an attorney, telling them that my client is ready to be released from the conservatorship. Then Brittany asked for an investigation into abuse charging her father with conservatorship abuse. How can someone, how can Brittany simultaneously be considered unable to take care of herself and expected to work 10 hours a day? That sounds like some of the abuse that she's talking about with this conservatorship, not even getting into the financial matters that I'm sure she has an issue with. Yeah, so I, I mean, I don't, believe I've seen any of the original documents from a dozen plus years ago, uh, but I would wager that what has happened here is that Brittany's behavior was erratic away from work. Her behavior is not erratic on set. Her behavior is not erratic when she's rehearsing and when she's performing. Her behavior is erratic in her personal life and what she's doing, uh, you know, doesn't she have kids too? Yes. I mean, so... Weren't there? I mean, so there's just there's a lot there that is very possible that um, she could work ten hours a day, and that's not abuse. It sounds like both uh, both sides want an investigation. As Spears' attorney claims, it's not true that Brittany can't take out, and this is James Spears' attorney claims that Brittany. It's not true that she can't take out her IUD or ride and spend time with her boyfriend and have a baby and these things that she's claiming. So where would she get that idea? Who's telling the truth? Would that ever be part of a conservatorship? It could be. Um, that seems, except, I mean, an IUD is a very, if that's part of a conservatorship order in any way, that is extreme. Um, and I f don't believe that that would be legal through the court. Uh, the courts have determined, remember, we have cases, I can't cite them off the top of my head, but reproductive rights for people, uh, that has been changed. You know, in the early 20th century, this country abused people of diminished mental capacity. For example, we would sterilize them. And our, we as a society said no, and the courts ruled that you have a right to reproductive freedom. 
In many ways, we have rulings around that, including things like that's why we have the right to have birth control, for example. That wasn't a right until about 50-some years ago. Rosengart asked Jamie Spears to just please step aside. Thoreen, his attorney, said it was inappropriate for Rosengart to ask Spears to to retire. Is that so? Is that inappropriate? Is he being flashy? Wait. Wait, say that again? Rosengart, Matthew Rosengart, Britney yeah. Spears' attorney, she, he asked Jamie Spears, Britney's dad, to just step aside. He, he, said, oh, well. he said, pretty much everyone <laughs> thinks you should just step down, so why don't you just do that? And then his attorney sort of reprimanded him and said it was inappropriate. Is that inappropriate? I don't know if it's inappropriate. This is classic. This is actually great drama. You know, this is why so many TV shows center around the legal world, because... This is a perfect encapsulation of each attorney doing their job to represent their client. And, uh, you know, it is my job as an attorney to zealously, that's actually the term, zealously advocate for my client. Rosengart's doing a, a fantastic job of that. So is Jamie Spears' attorney. Look, her job is to say, no, he's not just going to step aside. I mean, who wants to give up the golden goose? And that's really, let's be, let's be blunt, that's what this is. But at the same time, you can't limit it down to just being the golden goose. Jamie Spears is her father. Unless he's an absolute psychopath, he loves his daughter. And he does care for her. And he does want to help her. So, yes, he's collecting a paycheck because it's basically his full-time job. Look, we have legislation right now that's being proposed that if you are home taking care of your elderly or sick or infirm parent, you should get paid for that. Well, that's what Jamie Spears is doing. So her former attorney, Samuel Ingham, was making up to 10000 around $10,000 a week. And back to what we were touching on earlier, uh, doing what? <laughs> you know, it's really hard from the outside to look at that and go, how is he not just making money off of Britney for doing nothing? However, in his defense, I, I don't know this attorney. I, I will. Let me just say this up front. I know attorneys at Loeb and Loeb. I know attorneys at Greenberg Traurig. I, I know I don't know any of these attorneys personally that are in this story. There are great attorneys out there and there's not so great attorneys out there. It's hard work. There's a people don't realize because TV shows don't show this because it's not glamorous. There's a lot of paperwork involved in being an attorney. The court requires documents, requires um, updates and forms, and there's it, it can, is complicated, it's lengthy, it's specific. Maybe he really was earning $10,000 a week. But when she says she didn't know that she could file a petition to end her conservatorship, it you wonder, could he not have told her that? Could he not have laid out her options a little more clearly for her? So we're never going to really know what happened there. Um the attorney can't speak about it unless the client gives him express permission to speak about it. Um, attorney-client privilege is actually backwards. It's client-attorney privilege. Okay, well, then I can ask it this way. Yeah. Uh, would it be a good idea? Would, would a good attorney, would, would you want your attorney to lay it out for you like that? Would you expect that from your attorney? Probably. And you know what? We don't know that he didn't. And maybe he did it uh, two years ago was the last time he said it to her. Um but it's not his job to say it every week. <laughs> hey, Brittany, uh, you've had some real issues. Uh, that's why you're in a conservatorship. So 
Gee golly, you want to get out of it? He's not, he doesn't have, he's not going to repeat that to her every work, every week. So the uh, next hearing is September 29th. And my question is, and the end of this question we'll save for the next podcast, if she gets released and the world is looking on, I think there's reason to worry that Brittany maybe isn't the best under pressure. And I am concerned about the paparazzi and the press and the public eye uh, just absolutely making it nearly impossible for her to get back on her feet, recover. I mean, and she'll be feeling like just to prove to everyone something and just like who can handle that kind of pressure? You know, that's why she's in a conservatorship. I can't again, I can't speak to the judge. Uh, 13 years ago that created the conservatorship. Um, but let us not forget how many celebrities in various mediums uh, have died. Because, and we've asked ourselves, why wasn't somebody trying to do something to save them? And that is where the court stepped in here 13 years ago. And I'm, I can't promise it, but they do periodic reviews. There's regular review, especially in a conservatorship. There's a, they are, the court is looking at it often. They're having professionals revisit it often. We want to make sure Brittany stays alive. That's the, you know, look, if she gets let out and then a Princess Diana thing happens, she gets run off the road, escaping pop, it, it's scary, right? We want to make sure she stays alive. I want to point out something, though, that I think is lost in all of this. Um, one of the reports that I saw, Spears' longtime manager, Larry Rudolph, submitted his resignation, I believe it was on July 5th of 2021, uh, according to Deadline. That's a, an entertainment trade uh, publication. Rudolph reportedly wrote that he hadn't communicated with the singer in over two and a half years. Now, Attorneys can't get away with that. We have specific requirements to communicate with our um, clients. Now, it's, it doesn't say that it's specific meaning like every two weeks, but there's a, a duty to communicate regularly with our clients. How did this manager continue collecting? I'm going to guess a, a typical manager gets 10% of their client's earnings. How did this guy continue getting 10% and didn't talk to her for two and a half years? Why is nobody talking about that? There's, there's an abuse that happens here. Managers, agents that are corrupt, that are, that are not held to a standard like a lawyer is with a bar association looking over their shoulder and judges constantly reviewing what they're doing. If they're not a, a, a guild-approved uh, manager or agent, there's a little bit of oversight from the state, and that's it. And they can get away with this. So how much money did this guy make? while we're talking about Jamie Spears and all these other people. I think that there that there's a lot more to this. By the way, another piece of information that I just spotted uh, that I think is also egregious, Jamie Spears is at this point, two years ago, he stopped being conservator of um, Brittany as a person. He's just the conservator of her estate. So as the money comes in, it goes to the estate. But as her as a human being... She has a conservator named Jody Montgomery who spends $50,000 a month on a security detail. For, her, for herself. For herself. For because, Jody Montgomery. Yes. Not for Brittany. Huh? Because she claims she's gotten threats. 
related to the conservatorship of Brittany. Now, let's let's focus here on what's going on. It's not necessarily the attorney. I I would strongly suspect that Brittany's previous attorney what was did you say is Ingham? Yes. I would I will I'm not a betting man, as you know, but if I was a betting man, I'm gonna bet he actually did his job. And he did it ethically, he did it um within the standards of our profession. But why does that person get a $50,000 a month security detail? Why did that manager get away with taking money and never talking to Brittany? You know, I think it's so easy to point fingers at lawyers. I think there are other people involved here. And we're going to find out a lot more. And like you said, we're going to revisit this in a future podcast. By the way, when I talk about this stuff, it's not specific legal advice. In your situation, if you have questions about things like conservatorships, please reach out to a qualified attorney in your jurisdiction um, you cannot rely on my advice. This is not specific to any situation that you may be encountering. However, if you do want to talk to an attorney, the Behrman firm is available. Uh, the phone number is 747-Behrman, which is 747-232-7626. You can visit the website, thebearmanfirm.com.